welcome to Tough Chargers Podcast, the Charge Up Chargers Podcast, with our special fan guest, Alex Lonzo. Lozano. 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 And my co-host, Lucas. How are you doing, Lucas? I'm doing great, bro. Like you said, Victory Tuesday. We're all great. Alex, how are you? I'm doing really good. My boy is decked out with the bolt up. That was draft. Yes, sir. That was the draft party 2018 Santa Monica Pier with yep. the with the windbreaker. It looks like my 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 dude's looking fresh right now. Yeah, yeah, I like that windbreaker. Thank you. So, Alex, my guy, welcome to the show. Our ultimate football fan for the week. And so, like we always like to do, we like to do a little fan breakdown. So, how about you just tell people. Why are you a Chargers fan? First off, where are you from? And then why are you a Chargers fan? Um, I'm from Riverside, California. So Riverside. I'm not far from San Diego or either L.A. So I, I'm the first in my family to become a, a Chargers fan. I kind of taught them the sport like a few, like 10 years ago, somewhere like that. Because I've never been really into sports back then. I've been like a lot into basketball. So I've been, I'm a Houston Rockets fan. So. Oh, well, so I've just been into, bas- uh, into basketball. Then I kind of like once my dad was just scrolling down the TV and then I just saw like San Diego Chargers versus the Oakland Raiders. And I was like, San oh, Diego wow. Chargers. I, I like I know that city. So I'm, I'm going to check them out. And it was like in the fourth quarter. And then it's like I forgot who it was like it was a game winning interception, like to end the game off. And I was like, OK, I like this game. I think like somewhere ten years ago. I'm not sure. Ooh, ten years ago against the well, we went. We did that awesome streak from 2003 to 2009, winning them 13 times in a row. That's probably it. Probably landed in there. Maybe the tail end of that. Damn, I can't think of a. But go on. Sorry, I was trying to think of the player. But go on. Yeah, so I kind of stuck with that team ever since. So my dad was like into more soccer and and, the, and basketball, and then most of my family was like Laker fans because everyone just came from LA. So I, I, I just kind of stick with my own teams. So and then I, that's when I became a Chargers fan. So I kind of taught my dad the sport, my little brother the sport, and my mom the sport. And then that I kind of – then then we just became more super fans to the team. My mom still doesn't get My parents don't really still get the sport. But <laughs> it's really hard to teach them. But, but I think I'm pretty grateful that the Chargers kind of came my way. It was like meant to be almost. Nice. Yeah, you definitely came towards the end of the empire when – you know, we had our trio of Gatesy, Rivers, and LT, and then, you know, you definitely saw some tough times. But we're on the up and up again. We're on the up and up. Yeah. I mean, have you been to games? Have you been to SoFi or Dignity, Qualcomm? I've been to SoFi um, for a fan fest. So oh, okay. That was good. And then, I've, then I've been to Qualcomm, and I've been to uh, the stadium in Carson mm-hmm. for, like, one game because the games over there were pretty expensive. I've been to Carson recently for the San Diego State game for football, so it was okay. kind of cool to see it again. I like yes. how small it is, so I, I was sure about it. It says on your bio on Twitter, SDSU, so are you going to SDSU right now? I or are you just a f- Oh, okay. So, so I plan to. I'm going to do, like, the community college step, so take two years there, then try to transfer how to old San are you? Diego State. Probably. Oh, I'm 18. Oh, you're 18. Oh, wow. You're youngin'. <laughs> wow, I respect it. Hey, that's awesome, bro. Do what you love, man. What are you, what are you going to school for? Yeah. Uh, can you repeat that? My bad. I, oh, uh, my what are you going to school for? 
Um, I'm hopefully trying to get into football more, like, cause I, I have really high knowledge of the game. I know what, like, I know formations, all of this and stuff, what to do, game plans, all that. So I'm hopefully to get into that as like coaching? My, like, my career. Yeah. Coaching. Oh, that's awesome. I always want to be a coach, but I think I'll be better as a motivational speaker. The guys just like, <laughs> picking on the team. How would you like, what would you decide as a major? Is, is there a specific major for that? Like there isn't like San Diego state, what I've seen, they do like, Hey, like, Hey, if any student is interested in joining the team, like we're open, we're like, and like maybe like uh, strengthening, conditioning coaches, training, maybe some sort on the defense or offensive side. So, oh, like, wow. they, like, if, so that's going to be like a, like an opportunity if anybody's like interested like if they want to like continue their game or they want to like get into the game like like coaching wise you know wow. you kind of look like a head coach with your headset with the mic yeah. <laughs> like and this is how the great coaches start they started in a college that you know not too prestigious but um they're still pretty good as a like an assistant to an assistant and then you just move your way up bro that's how that's how it works bro so i'm rooting for you if you know your thing uh, you're probably really good at Madden, then, if you if you know formation. A hundred percent, dude. I am. I'm. Yeah, I beat pro players like the best players, the best of the best. I have joined like before, like Anthony Lynn's like tournaments. I, I get to play like the one of the best players in Madden. So oh, I, cool. I have. Oh so wow. I'm good at that. So. So you said, it says, go ahead, David. Yeah, yeah. So you say you you uh, you're a Twitch streamer. So is that all you? You stream or like what else do you stream or what, what's your go-to? I don't only stream Madden like when I have like the time to because I'm really busy. So I stream like Madden, Call of Duty, like Search and Destroy and Warzone, a little okay. bit of Need for Speed on the side. So the games that I'm mostly good at that I like to play. You should Every link up with our boy Dizzy, yeah, another Dizzy. streamer for Warzone. And he plays with yeah. Mike Will. Yeah, I played with Dizzy. So oh, oh, nice. So, yeah, we, you know Dizzy. We yeah. Actually, yeah, we actually know each other. We hoop on Sundays. Like, he invited Ooh. me to hoop on Sundays, so we've been hooping on Sundays before the season started. Like, in-person hooping or 2K? Uh, in-person, in-person. Oh, that's tight. Yeah, Dizzy's tight. I met him at the tailgate. Um, finally got to meet him. He's a cool dude. I really like him, man. He's he's a boy. Yeah. Um, so, so well, it also says you're a sports card collector. You yeah, like-, like, on my right here, it's just a ton of sports cards. Uh, can we get a little like, preview? Yeah, there's, like, a lot of autographs from Charter players. That's why I mostly collect. Uh, let's see. What's like your favorite card you got? Uh, just too many. Like Easton Stick Auto right here. <laughs> Easton Stick. Eckler. I have a lot of Easton Stick. I I had like a little bit when he got drafted, thinking he might be the next guy after Rivers. But mm. <laughs> again, Easton Stick. Damn. Go with cool. the jersey. Uh, yeah, and then Charlie Joyner right here. Damn. Oh, nice. Yeah, a lot of Chargers, and I also sell cards. To make a little money on the side, so whatever else That's I get, like business, other bro. teams, I made oh, oh already three hundred bucks off of it, so I'm getting somewhere with that. There, there you go. go. I have like a Jerry Judy rookie card just laying around here. It's like my eighteen thousand Jerry Judy card I have just laying around here. What else do I got? I think I got a damn flouts right here and a junior say I rookie card from USC. Oh, this is my prize possession right here. It's a Lance Allworth jersey. Wow, That's nice letter out of. 80 it's 51 out of 80 it's in a like glass case i'm trying to collect his whole name and hang it up but i've looked for these tyler's tirelessly tirelessly and i only seen one more and it's the l and like i cannot find these anywhere so if you know if you find these send me the link because i won't yeah i got it's you upper deck icons lance allworth my, my favorite player that was even upper deck that's kind of really hard they stopped yeah. making Cards exactly, bro. So I was just like, this is hard to find. 
But that's awesome, bro. In the in the gaming community, in the Chargers community, we're glad to have you. Uh, me and Disney need to link up, and maybe even we we need if we could get like a Chargers slash Warzone community going <laughs> on, that would be pretty cool. Because we already got you, Disney. I swear, everyone we we talked about besides the last guy um, are streamers. I mean, that's just the way it goes. I mean, I used to stream the Division. Do you remember the Division, the first one? I don't know if you ever played that game, Alex. The Division. Mm, no. I don't remember. It, it was like a, it was like first into open world and PVP. It, it was like one of those games, but I just, um, I got, I think I, well, I got banned for sure. For <laughs> I got banned in my current Twitch too, um, playing Call of Duty, as Alex would probably know the language on there. Um, yeah, I got banned. But um, that's awesome to hear that you're an awesome streamer and sports card collector and seller. So if you guys are looking for some, Charger cars he's selling or whatever. We'll definitely put those links in the description. Now moving on to FTR. Best in the West. Man, this game. I was in traffic for three hours. First of all, I was in traffic for three hours. And I watched the Jeez. fourth quarter at home. Um, I forgot I was driving, to be honest. I was just literally just glued to. That's very unsafe. Don't do that. I do not recommend it. But. Man, the first half we held the Raiders to zero, or the out of the first quarter we held the Raiders to zero net yards, passing yards, and three rushing. And the the momentum we had in the first quarter didn't really carry over to the second. But I seen a lot of good things from a lot of players. Lucas, what was your initial reaction um, after the first half? Man, I mean the most dominating half of football that we've had. I mean, it topped last week's dominating half of football, shutting out this team with, I thought, you know, it was going to be fireworks all around. Herbert missed a wide open Mike Will, though. That would have been a a walk-in, not a walk-in touchdown. He would have sprinted to the end zone, but untouched. And um, I feel like it should have been 28-0 going into the half. Some miscues on offense, but the defense came out on fire. And I tweeted this during the game, like, all you have to do it feels like every year to beat the Raiders is just get to Derek Carr early, rattle him, and get John Gruden pissed off a little bit, and then everything will just take care of itself. It's a domino effect, those two dominoes. And then even Joey Bosa comes out to the game and says literally that exact same thing. So I feel like I should be like you, Alex, and be a coach. But <laughs> the Chargers, I mean, they, they executed everything that they wanted to do in the first half, and it, it was incredible. And And it's enough of a cushion that they built in the beginning to withstand another punch in the third quarter another comeback that the Raiders were trying to do similar to last week how the Chargers kind of let the Chiefs hang around a little bit when they should have put them away but that's the Chiefs and maybe this is just how this team is meant to build I mean fast starts is refreshing for a Chargers team and so uh, the first half I mean what a great start what about you Alex a good game. First half, what more could we ask for? It was just like almost a perfect first half. Second half, we kind of let it go a little bit. Raiders started having a little bit momentum, but Staley kind of did those quick adjustments. Defense got back on track. And then what I liked that towards like the end of the fourth quarter, Staley knew what once the Raiders missed their field goal, it was like, we got to waste. We got to chew the clock, but we know we, we got to get this touchdown. We got to secure this win. That's what Staley does. And, and then that's the mentality that we need to have. Close these games, but we still got to play a little bit aggressive to win these games. And that, and then that we came in with the win. Defense played played really well. Herbert played really well, but he did make miss a little bit of passes that, was, that, he, could, that he normally makes that we've seen before. But I think what we got Browns, Ravens in the next two weeks. So we're going to put really good teams that are coming ahead. 
Yeah, um, what I really like about this Charger team is the fourth down, yes. like the fourth down conversions, let alone even doing them. Anthony Lynn never went to fourth uh, on it, fourth no. down. The fact that we're four for four, the the and the miss or the punt, the fake punt, give it to Hunter Renfro. My guy laid the hit stick on Campbell, and that's funny because that's the reverse rolls because he's a corner and that's a wide receiver and it's opposite. He laid the boom, and the fact that that's been the biggest highlight of this game for the Raiders, maybe that Henry Ruggs uh, big big yardage play. But other yes. than that, that's like the biggest play. So to say that that's the biggest play is a, is a win, let alone we actually got the win. But it's just one of those things that the Raiders are not a first-half team, and then they pull up the numbers. Second half, they are, they're a second-half team. And I was just like, oh, my God, like, please don't let us give this up. But the Chargers got to him. And um, like you said, got to him early and really rattled him. And the fact that um, the announcers are saying that uh, Staley said, don't look at the scoreboard, look at the guys in front of you. Do not let the score get in your head. Like, oh, we could we could play off without, you know, we could get, you know, whatever. I'm glad that they stuck to it and like, all right, look, we gave up two. Let's not give up anymore. And then stuck stuck to the game plan. And uh, we had a lot of guys, Mural, who just got signed to the us, the the roster this last week, uh, uh, Farquhar. Um, Covington, like all these guys who are not household names to a lot of um, fans are making plays and on defense, and I love that. And we didn't even have K nine like Drew Tranquil was running after Derek Carr. Oh man, open free blitz! That's a linebacker's dream, and I love to see it. There's like two, three times that happened because they doubled Bosa. He came in to utilize that right there, Drew Drew Tranquil, so they could. You know, double Bosa and get Tranquil in there was amazing. Just scheming, I bet Alex could talk a little bit about that if you're if you know your formations and all that. So like that was a beautiful defensive scheming, right? Yeah, it was. So like they the Chargers like really disguised their players really well. Like Drew Tranquil is just they see him as a linebacker. They don't see him as like a blitzing. So let's say let's maybe put a couple of guys at the edge. Take away maybe let's make an open window for the linebacker just to go run through and get the quarterback. And that's what Staley does. He's just disguising his guys so we can get like that that open blitz that Drew Tranquil gets. Yeah. For all the good things in the game, I think maybe the few things that we could not nitpick but just highlight is is are are these fast starts and are these you know take these punches and roll with the punches type of games where the other opponent team is starting to come back and we kind of stall a little bit on offense is this sustainable you know I, I I don't know if you know this is a winning formula for the whole season definitely was for the first quarter but what are your guys thoughts like sometimes I get nervous like of you know Chargers patterns repeating themselves and and I kind of felt like that, especially during the third quarter when, you know, the Raiders came back 14 points without us doing anything on the offense. What do you guys think? I, do you think that this offense is susceptible to letting other teams coming back in the game? Because it definitely feels like both sides of the ball, our offense and defense, feed off of each other, our energy. When the offense does well, the defense has a lot of time to rest and they just come out aggressive and they get a lot of stops and then it's more time for the offense. But that third quarter, I mean... It definitely gave me some scares. What do you think, Alex? Uh, yeah, I do. I think what we've seen, like the previous games, Staley is a little conservative on in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Lombardi's not really making aggressive calls. The defense isn't really playing like they were in the first half. So I think that's going to 
Costa soon, and then this needs to be really exposed to because we need to fix these situations. We need to keep winning these games. Browns are coming at next. Ravens are coming. Like those are really good teams, and they're not going to stop trying to get points. They're they're, they're good teams, so we got to fix those those problems because or else we're just going to get like giving up who knows 14, 21 points, and then that's not going to be a good thing. Yeah, um, adjustments need to be made. But it's a little bit better from last year. You know, last year we would lose those games. And what I noticed as football fans, as you guys should tell, momentum changes like that and you feel it. I'll be watching games and a big stack of like momentum change. And I, I just mm-hmm. call it. I just say it out loud. Even when I was in the car, I looked at the guy to my left in traffic. I'm like, momentum change. He's like, what? I was like, no, the <laughs> momentum change. Dog. Like um, it happened when they scored a touchdown. They marched down there. They only had one first down in the first half. They had four in the first drive. I was like, all right, momentum change. Second, mm-hmm. The second time they got ball, they scored. I was like, all right, guys, we got to get it. I think it was a, a sack where, like, Derek Carl is, like, hugging the ball. He's like a meme now. Yes. I was like, boom, momentum changed. And then after that, they didn't score. And then we just kept it going, getting to Derek Carr and, um, and just making big plays. And then I was like, okay, the momentum didn't switch back, so we're good. So the fact that those momentum changes happen – is nice to see, but uh, if, if we just have the momentum the whole time, you know, we don't have to like wait for it to change. But overall, it was really, it was just like, it was, it was, ner- I was nervous the whole game because after they scored the first two, I was just like, oh man. But um, the I fact think, that uh, we was better from last year. I think part of it is too is just, you know, the Raiders are dynamic offense. They're one of the best offenses coming into this week. And it was just second half adjustments that they had. So we had to respond to their adjustments, obviously. But most of our game plan was being worked to a T. So I think maybe it's just Staley having to recognize what they adjusted to and adjusting to their adjustment. It's just, it's like a chess game, obviously. But I mean, we come up with these big plays and, and I think part of it too was also the penalties that we gave, gave up. I mean, Asante Samuel Juvent gave up a 45-yard penalty, and that really gave the Raiders something to even in the first build drive, upon. They, they they got their touchdowns based solely based off penalties and field advantage from those penalties. That so, and also the Nazir Adderley uh, unnecessary oh, roughness, yeah. and so they the Raiders didn't cross midfield until those points in the game, and it's just a little bit nitpicking that we need to clean up, but. Overall, holding a team like the, the Raiders to 14 was a blessing. Yeah, so that's actually good to see. So we, we, we so far, the defense has been holding down like really good teams to really like almost nothing points, like 14, the Raiders. And then I believe the Chiefs was 24 points and then the Cowboys 17. So the defense is playing really well. We just need to fix those third quarter issues. And because we just need to keep that momentum. The defense got a little bit jumpy in the third quarter. We saw like Noosu with like the false start. Like like we we want this guy, but we gotta like play more aggressive towards the third quarter if we if we're expecting like Derek Carr and the Raiders offense to play more aggressive to try to get this game back in. What do you think of the Raiders? Like, do you think they are a legitimate playoff team? And what do you think like unbiased? Yeah, yeah. I just want to know what other Chargers fans are feeling. I'm not going to be biased, but they can be because in the past when we believe that they, they've been a playoff team, like last year, they had a really good start and then they would just end up losing games at, in the second half of the season. So I don't think so. I got to see it to believe it, basically. So I'm just going to wait. Like, 
after their bye week, depending where there is, or maybe like towards mid half the season, just to see how they're going to do. I'm not going to be biased on this one. Hmm. So I'll answer this question. I'll uh, make a couple more points. Uh, to be honest, I think they could be. Um, they got like Josh Jacobs. He's coming off a of rolled ankle. So like we didn't really see much of him, but they got Kenyon Drake and Peyton Barber. That's a deep running back room. The wide receivers, Hunter Renfro, that China, they call it a China route. Yeah. That and him and Cooper Cup, they 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 do it. It's just you can't it, how you can stop that. It's three different dynamic points you could go. It's crazy. Their defense, though, they did lose two corners in the backfield. They're not that deep there. If if they want to be a playoff team, a lot of guys on the secondary. I think um, have to step up. That's their biggest weakness. I also want to point out Justin Herbert was 13 for 13 to tight ends and runner backs in the first half, which was amazing. Got uh, Anderson, is that his name? Anderson, mm-hmm. Steven Anderson, Cook, Eckler, all those guys got like, I love using Jared Cook, especially because people forget he was a Raider. Like that dude saved my fantasy league like three years ago when he was a Raider. Mm-hmm. So like, I love Jared Cook and you utilized him very well. Overall, great game. Um, great team win, and um, I'm the the fact that we're not we're winning by more than one touchdown. Yes, is is very very comforting to me because we lost what eight for one score games last year. So the fact that we're not just winning by one, we're winning by two is great. So overall, I'm gonna go victory Tuesdays is nice. Yeah, I would, I would give this an A, you know, for as far as the grade on the game and. That start that we had was crucial because the Raiders got Josh Jacobs back in this game, and I thought this is probably going to be a game where he just rushes all over us. Chargers have been the, one of the worst rushing defenses out there, but total for the team, for the Raiders, they only had 18 rushes for 48, and that's what happens when you get into a huge lead. And honestly, I don't think Derek Carr is as good of a quarterback as many people say. I well, think that gotta, he's like, you got to understand he had two extra quarters to get to that much yardage because he played in two overtime games, which were almost down to the, like complete wire. So people forget that he is a good quarterback. He's accurate. But um, I think the best connection for Derek Carr in the next few years is going to be Derek Carr and Duran James. I like that connection. <laughs> I was just about to bring that up. Like that throw that he made at the end, he didn't need to. He was Darren Waller was completely bl- blanketed right there. And so. Overall, just a great win, and and this is just another example of Staley's game plan coming to fruition. So, I mean, there's not much else I could say. I feel like I'm being a little negative, but at the same time, like I just want to stay grounded. No, you, the you, first you time, got, yeah, you it's the first time. No, it's the first good. time we're in like first place in a long time, technically, and like I'm not jinxing anything. I just want to appreciate the moment, you know, because it's not gonna be here forever. So <laughs> that's how I feel right now. I mean, obviously, I'm traumatized by this team, but I can't even enjoy myself too much. We're we're, we're enjoying this one. So um, all the Charger fans, the tailgate was dudes being dudes. I'll tell you that. Oh, my God. Like the first two hours, Lucas, you've been to tailgate was whatever. The third hour and the fourth hour. Oh, Lord. Uh, shotgunning beers. Um, I got called a few names because I was wearing pink. Let. Uh, and then I told them I was going <laughs> breast cancer, so they look like assholes. Uh, man, Raider fans came in hot, uh, really hot. Uh, pretty, sh- I'm, I'm very surprised I did not get into a fight. I was being very um, – I was trying to be a little mutual, but when I was started drinking, I got a little bit crazy. So um, all those interviews were coming up this next week. Uh, I mean, this guy was so buff. I, I didn't even ask him his name. I was doing interviews, and then people just walk up and start talking shit. So I was like, all right, I'm just rolling with it. There's this guy – uh he was lit on something he was 
keep on flicking a rag around and like throwing it and like flicking it. Got Cat William vibes for sure. This dude was wearing like like he was fully muscled, and I told him he was wearing an extra medium shirt. And he's like, "Don't you ever say that's extra large check check." I was like, "Oh, okay." Went too far because dudes are being dudes. But overall, the tailgate. If you haven't been, Alex, you definitely got to go. I'm gonna try to go to every single tailgate. Uh, it's lit. It's fun. Um, you're not allowed to drink. Maybe, but it's a lot of fun. Even if you don't have to, there's dancing going on. There's just great food. Great food everywhere. Music. They got there was like three bands this time. Lucas, there's like two in the oh. Raider one, and there's like three bands. It's just a lot of good vibes. You meet a lot of good people from Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. So if you haven't gone, go. All right, moving on to week five preview. Oh man, Here we I'll, go. Let you ta- I'll let you take it off, Lucas. Or I'll let you go. All right, well, we got the Cleveland Browns here who had a crazy defensive game against the Minnesota Vikings are coming off of a really low scoring game Vikings team who they have a lot of weapons they're kind of similar to the Chargers where they have a really healthy wide receiving core Justin Jefferson Thielen KJ Bourne Osborne I believe his name is and Dalvin Cook a a dynamic running back I mean it's very similar to what the Chargers have except the Chargers have a perennial quarterback in Herbert but this defense that Cleveland got is legit right now their rankings are up there i'll read you the stats right now they're fourth in opponents points per game only giving up 16.8 they're fifth in opponent touchdowns per game only giving up about two touchdowns per game they're in the top 10 every major statistical category in rush defense so i'm not sure if eckler will have another 100 yard game his first 100 yard game of the season and they're nearly every top statistical category on passing defense the third and sack percentage in the league they're seventh in opponent's yard per pass with only giving up six yards per pass. I mean, this is a team that made major upgrades in the offseason to address their defense, and it's finally panning out. So this is going to be a huge test, I think, for Joe Lombardi. We cannot see any of those stagnation that we've seen in the third quarter, but it's going to be a huge test as far as play calling and trying to get creative and getting people involved. I mean, Mike Williams cannot be shut out like he did, like he was yesterday. Everyone needs to be on point. Keenan Allen cannot have those drops. And I mean, this is, I think it's just the Chargers schedule in the first half of the season. It's going to tell everything about this team. I think the hardest games for the Chargers are in the first half of the season. They've gotten off to a very fortunate start, but uh, I mean, this it's like each week, the ante just keeps getting risen. And of course I already mentioned our, our poor, I mean, we saw a great production yesterday, most of it due to the league, the lead that we had. But Cleveland, the best running attack out there. They're averaging 177 oh. yards per game on the ground. That's number one in the league. They rush the ball the most, 35 times. That's number one in the league. They have the most rushing touchdowns per game, 2.2, number one in the league. They're fifth in yards per rush. This is going to be a huge test. The one thing I will say, though, if it comes into a shootout, Baker Mayfield has been looking off, and that's their major weakness right now. I think maybe that Jarvis Landry injury, we'll see how that pounds out. I have no idea about his status right now. But they're terrible at protecting their quarterback as well as the game where Joey Bosa looking to make a huge impact again. And Baker missed a few throws, actually a lot of throws, uh, on Sunday. So for everything that the Browns have right, if they get into a shootout with the Chargers, I think that's exactly where... The Chargers need to 
f- force this game into. Yeah, so right, yeah. All right. So okay. So we're looking at really two good defensively, really good teams, right? It's going to be defense versus defense. We're not going to see a lot of offense. The Browns, 66 rushing yards allowed, and then we got 208 passing yards allowed. So this oh. Chargers offense is going to really going to be t- tested. And then that one-two punch in Hunt and and Nick Chubb, it's, they're just going to run the rock against us. We're, we might end up struggling. We might end up, who knows, allowing 100, 200 yards rushing yeah. if we don't try to fix those issues. Like It's going to be a really tough game. It's going to be a really close one. Not much of Baker Mayfield because I think because our defense is like mostly what we've seen so far, like it really well against the pass. So they know that Baker Mayfield might make a new mistake. So he might not even he, he – we're going to mostly see like the running backs. We might even not even see like the quarterback even throw like um, like nearly 100 yards. So it's really going to be a close one. Oh, man, all those, all those stats you read about the Browns, I was getting kind of scared. But while you were talking, I looked up their schedule. And I said week five really determines – the Browns, this is what happened last year. Like they, the – Weather played a lot of factor their wins and the teams they're versing. Okay, so they versed the Chiefs week one, blew that lead. Okay, they give up a lot of yards. Then they got the Texans. They got the Texans in week two and the Bears in week three. So a mm. lot of those stats are coming from that. They did held the Vikings, whose offense, who I think is probably, I would say, top ten. I think we had them nine coming into the season. So that one I'll give them respect for. It, it, Dalvin Cook was coming off injury. Alexander Madison did do nothing. Justin Jefferson did have 84 yards, but still held him to seven points, which is pretty good. So I still think the rushing numbers, though, are very accurate, more accurate than the defensive numbers. They're just yeah. – Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt will run it down your throat, and I am honestly scared to death <laughs> that they're just going to run it all over us, and this team is going to have to stack the box. I would – I would gamble stacking the box and leaving one one on one coverage. So uh, uh, I'm predicting a lot of man coverage, a lot of blitzes. Um, Staley's a smart guy. I think he's gonna. He knows that they're the number one rushing team, so they're gonna have to stack the box and bring pressures, disguise it like Alex says, and really get to these running backs, stabilize them so Baker Mayfield can pass. Um, I did say he's a top 10 quarterback. He does not have Landry. OBJ is still – well, he had okay game last game. So – and the other guys are just kind of like no names. We know them, but not a lot of people do. But I think the key to this win is going to be getting to Baker Mayfield, getting to those running backs, just bringing heat all game, uh, keeping up with the tempo, getting those momentum changes when we need them, and just, just stopping the run. And I, I know that's – obviously obvious but um it's gonna be tough because nick chubb and kareem hunt is good i think uh one of the things is probably gonna have derwin james somewhere around the box all game i think oh, that yeah. he's gonna Nas- yeah. i think nazir adderley has been doing a solid job actually covering deep and some of those plays that the raiders had yesterday over the top play action and the chargers got bit over committing to the run which was kind of bizarre because they raiders were down 21 skunk but they have that in mind now. It's a tough lesson learned, and that is something that I think the Browns are going to try to exploit. But if they keep that in mind, load the box with dynamic guys like Derwin, and have our linebackers do what they do, what they do, I think that's the key for this game. Derwin have is having to be that X factor around because I don't think that he necessarily has to have a matchup in the passing game in this one. 
Darren Waller and Kelsey, that's something that he needs to take care of. But I don't think that the Cleveland Browns have a physical tight end or wide receiver that fits that makeup of like Kelsey or Waller. So I think that allows Derwin James to have huge flexibility for this game. And I think the defense needs to win this one. The The Chargers have done a phenomenal job of stopping really good offenses and keeping the, the scores low, like you mentioned, Alex. So this is going to be another one to see if they can do it. And this will be kind of like a forecast of how well they can face a team like the Ravens, who obviously is another great running attack. And we have in a couple of weeks, I think uh, you said. And uh, I don't know. I don't want to get too ahead of myself for that one. But I am a little nervous for this one. This is another, <laughs> it's another nail biter for sure. Anything, anything you're looking forward to, Alex, matchup-wise? Uh, mostly I'm looking yeah, at the receivers. Yeah, mostly the receivers versus the cornerbacks. So we're looking at the Browns secondary versus our right receivers. So we're going to, yeah, see, we're like you said, we're going to see like a lot of man coverage blitzing. Blitzing, you kind of risk it because you push guys in. There's always going to be maybe a few, a hole where that running back's going to run all the way to the end zone. That's also a big risk factor. I think a lot of man coverage we might end up seeing. But like, yeah, like you said, maybe during a box, like in a spy somewhere, like in a small little zone there. So like maybe watching, like, let me just get this whole, like the defensive line or linebackers might not get, you know, we just got to limit the runs and then force Baker May- Mayfield to throw the ball. Cause that's where he's probably gonna make his mistakes. Cause he's been really inconsistent. Not really been the guy the Browns have been hoping for. Mm. One thing um, I could predict is I think Derwin James would be in the box run stopper. We're going to see a lot of Gilman and Adderley on top. Um, more, I think you could trust Adderley. I mean, he's becoming like one of my favorite players this year. And Lucas was on his head last year, like he was missing taxels <laughs> over pursuing. We were really hard on Adderley, and I am really, honestly, like wholesomely proud of him. How much he improved on this defense. He's probably the best improved player on the team. Trent curled right behind him because he was injured last year. But I, I trust Derwin and Adderley both being on the field. Adderley on top, put Gilman as the other safety and you got to get Derwin James in there. He's one of the greatest tacklers in the league. He will, he will hit, he'll slam you. And if, if he has to, and um, that's what I'm looking forward to man coverage blitzes. Like you said, there's a big risk, but um, that's the only way you're going to have to stop this run game. This run game is the best in the league and it's going to be so hard with a linebacker down, even though we're pretty deep and all these, these uh, smaller, smaller name guys uh, making up for it in the defensive line. I think we have a shot to win. Uh, so we usually do predictions. So, Alex, I'll ask you for your prediction and a crazy, bold stat or crazy thing you're going to happen. But Lucas always calls the loss, and I call the win, and that's the only way the Chargers win. So Lucas might call the loss or win. It's up to you. But you know the jinx. You know how it works. Uh, yeah. Alex, I'll let, you go. I'll let you go first. Give me a score prediction and a crazy stat, like a block kicked or an interception by a certain player. Give me a bold prediction. Um to with your score prediction, I'll say twenty-one seventeen Chargers. Ooh, low scoring like that. And I'll say Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb do have a day, and then we'll have Herbert maybe throwing just one touchdown too, and then we get we just kind of run the ball a little bit near the end zone. I think we'll we'll do that. Okay, so. Every time I call a win, the Chargers lose. I call them winning the, the Cowboys game. And then I learned my lesson. Every time I say they lose, they're going to win. So deep in my heart, I have to call a loss, technically. <laughs> and um, But I have to give a breakdown. I have to give an honest breakdown of how they could lose. And 
it could honestly just be a type of thing where we lose the coin toss and the Ram- or the, not the Rams, the Browns just run the ball all day long. And just because the Chargers have not been effective at stopping the run. And so if that happens, it could be a long day with Herbert barely seeing any action. And if the, the Chargers will lose 28 to 20, Ugh. bold prediction. Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb go over 100. Oof. Hunt and Chubb over 100. All right. I'm going to go with – write this down for the little graphic we make. Um, I like 21-17. Honestly, that's a really good score, but I'm going to go 20 so I don't copy you, even though, uh, Alex, if you, didn't, if you haven't listened to our podcast, Lucas loves copying my scores. This is uh, I give him one free copy score pass per week. He almost used like three last week. Um <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, 24-17. I think the Chargers get another one on them. They don't stop the run. I don't think I don't think any defense – I'm trying to think of a defense that can. I don't think that we will stop the run, but uh, we make Baker Mayfield uh, turn it over. And if we win the turnover battle, that's great. And we don't give it up. We had zero um, turnovers last week as an offense. So I like that. So I'm going to say – See, we've seen Parham get in the mix. We've seen Cook get in the mix. I'm trying to spice it up here. Um, let's see, that defense is pretty stout. I say Herbert has two rushing touchdowns. Wow. I like that. Because I think we're going to get down in the trenches, and he's going to sneak it in. He, he's good at sneaking in. That dude is 6'6". Six, six. This dude is huge. He doesn't look like he doesn't look big, but he is huge. Um all right, yeah. well, there you have it. Alex. What was your bold prediction? Give me like a like a like a stat like we did or something. Give me something good. A bold prediction. So yeah, we're we're, we're gonna win. Cream Hunt and Nick Chubb are gonna have a big day. A lot of screens we might end up seeing. So so we're gonna say, yeah, as Lucas said, both over hundred yards each. Um Baker Mirfield may, maybe having a little bit over hundred, maybe less. Maybe we'll see a turnover, but I think we're going to see the dub. I think we're going to come up strong. We're going to play well. We're going to be at home, which we'll we'll see how many Brown fans will be at SoFi. We'll see I seen two Brown go. fans yesterday. It was weird. <laughs> I was like, what are you guys doing here? He's like, we play next week. I'm what like, that's, that, that's next week, guy. And he's like, yeah, we're here, though. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, all right, I guess, I guess. Uh, my boy, um, I play Call of Duty with Sniff is a Browns fan. He's been on the podcast. You know, we interviewed him. So uh, I don't know if he's going to go to the game, but he's definitely going to be ruining for them. So we're going to be talking a lot of shit on Twitter. Um, so um, thank you, Alex, for, for being on the podcast, bro. Sports mm-hmm. cars, plug everything you want to plug in right now. Yeah. Go ahead. Plug everything you got. Um, I've, I have a stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash raging underscore bolts. I try to stream mostly sometimes when I have the time to. A lot of COD, a lot of madden a little bit need for speed so i there then i ebay i'll kind of show you guys the link because they i don't know how to share that stuff that much so i'll just <laughs> you guys the link i saw a lot of sports cards available at venue sport basketball football baseball i have the jimmy winston's card i'm trying to sell for 85 bucks so someone's <laughs> interested in that. so he's not, he's not helping you out this year so far no nope. besides week one no it's kind of hurting the value of it a little bit so <laughs> So, and then I saw there, that's pretty much it. Twitter, it's the same thing, Raging underscore Bolts. So, just follow me there. 
Thank you so much, Alex. Appreciate you coming on. Where can we find you on social media? Yeah, find me on Twitter at Sugar for Lucas. Make sure you follow Alex. The links will be in the description, even his eBay. And make sure you follow Tough underscore Chargers for all you Chargers fans. And if you're a Chargers fan, go ahead and listen to our other podcast. We do predictions for the whole NFL to learn about the rest of the league, our competitors, our rivals. Tough underscore podcast. Excuse me. And we do fantasy and betting tough underscore fantasy we could do fantasy and our parlays we've been very close it's been a tough one though this last week wasn't very close at all but i missed one leg two weeks ago so we're gonna get there we're gonna hit it with we're gonna hit it and if you want to be on the podcast like alex go ahead and shoot us a dm we always tweet out but shoot us a dm because if it weren't for fans there wouldn't be any sports what about you david you can find me sports good david on all social media outlets instagram uh, Twitter and TikTok. We'll be posting all my fan interviews on all those um, on all our social medias. A lot of good stuff. And a YouTube. Lot of, and YouTube. Uh, tough underscore podcast. Uh, a lot of dudes just being dudes and just sports, beer, and cussing. That's pretty much all it is. We're not going to use the bleep uh, uh, little um, sound effect. These, these dudes are wilding out. But remember this name right here. He'll be a future head coach. Let's see. If he's 18 now, probably in the next 20 years. This dude, he got the whole head coach vibe right here. Like, right, yeah. I can see him a defense coordinator right now with a with a page right here. Well, I am like more this. of a defense guy, so just like this. He's gonna be like, he's gonna be a little like this. Oh boy, I can, I can see, I can see it already, dog. We're rooting for you. Keep us posted with all your uh, amazing journey. Well, we follow you, so we'll definitely, um, you know, plug you in. And uh, if you need a documentary, yeah, this would be a documentary right here. Yeah, we're gonna start it off right here. Love the headset. Like, I swear to God, you look like a head coach. Especially you look good with the charge. That looks like a coach windbreaker. Yeah. So, hell, we yeah. might see you in the in a, in a charging coaching staff. We're rooting for you. Uh, never give up on your dreams and just keep on pushing, dog. All right? There you guys have it with the special fan. Tough chargers. Nothing but chargers. Charge up. Charge up chargers. Everything bolts up. Bolt fam. Everyone. Love you guys. From us here at Tough Chargers and Alex, have a wonderful day. Victory Tuesday. We'll be right back.